Let's not overthink this. Buckeyes have been rolled. This is a decent hire for Tennessee. So I'm actually on FanDuel right now, locking in Gonzaga. Clemson's going to put up 55 points by themselves. I love this game. Big noon kickoff. I'm going to throw some major money on this bet. I'm taking the over. Tom Brady's the GOAT. I'm taking Tampa Bay, and I'm taking the money line. I think I've got three bets uh, on this particular game. If you're going to bet with me, it's got to be good. That's right. It's time for my steak dinner boom lock of the week. Gentlemen, ready to go make our listeners some money? Hello, folks, and welcome back to Sports Bets Fun. Uh, we are in our second season. This is episode eight. Can't believe we've been doing it uh, for eight weeks now, following college football, the NFL. And dropping picks. Um, do us a favor. If you like the show, subscribe to us on Apple, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, wherever you get your podcasts. And tell your friends about the show. We'd appreciate that. I'm Maddie Money, and we are Sports Bets Fun. And joining me tonight, we have uh, Mickey San Reno and B Locks from our crew. Scotty B. Good is still, I believe, out traveling the West. He was in Vegas earlier this week. I don't know if he's on a plane coming back east or, or where he is, but he is off tonight. And, gentlemen, sports bets fun. That's who we are, and we're here to talk some sports, make some bets, and have a little bit of fun. b I know you are watching this Clemson-Syracuse game closely because you got some action on that tonight, right? And I do. We, and we can hear it in the background. Oh, uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll have to we'll have to work on that uh, there, uh, Mickey. But uh, yeah, I got a little bit of a little bit of action on this uh, particular game. I'm looking at uh, looking at uh, Clemson to to cover that 13 and a half point spread. Right now, though, uh, I don't know if it's looking so great. Yeah, I got. Yeah. I jumped on Syracuse in that one. I, I just haven't trust Clemson to cover any of these spreads the way they've been playing this year. Yeah, that game is seven to seven. It looks like there's about 31 seconds left in the first half. So, uh, 30 seconds left. We'll see see how that goes. But uh, yeah, second half adjustments will be big. See what plays out like that. So, uh, we do have a good show tonight. And before we jump uh, too far into it, let's go back and, gentlemen, we we typically spend this part of the show recapping uh, the prior week and and beating our chest because we've been so great. Uh, most of the season, but uh, this past week was um, our worst week. Uh, we did not do well. Uh, we're going to have those, I guess, every now and then. That's just part of this. Um, no sense in hiding it because, hey, it happens. But uh, I know we're fully focused on bouncing back this week. So uh, just a slight recap of our picks of the week standings for those of the listeners listening to us for the first time. Folks here at the crew, Mickey Belocks, myself. It's got to be good. And our buddy, Charlie Cash, we uh, we give you uh, up to three picks of the week. And we'll get to those at the end of the show. But we track those. And we have a little uh, little friendly side bet between this group. And right now, Mickey Sanrino, he's been in the, in the front for the last four or five weeks uh, with 13 wins, eight losses. And uh, he's uh, won 34 units, putting down 27. So he's plus seven units right now. So $100 better. Following just Mickey's picks is up seven hundred dollars. Mickey, still still hanging on. I know last week wasn't wasn't a week you're proud of, but uh, hey man, you've been on fire for, for for all those weeks before that. So bound to hit a bump in the road. 
Hey, you hit the nail on the head. It's all about the positives. We got a 62% win percentage this year. We're up $700 on $100 bets. Not every week's going to be great, but hey, this is a marathon, not a sprint. And Belox, you are sitting there with 13 wins as well. Seven losses and one push, which just came last week, that Michigan-Nebraska game. It was looking very good for you most of the way, but uh, you had him at uh, Michigan minus three and ended up getting the push there, but you're, you're, you're crushing it still, man. Yeah. So you got to be excited. Yeah, we're, we're hanging in there. We're hanging in there. That push was, uh, was big with our, with our standings here uh, in the uh, SBF uh, – uh, pool here so I mean not not that I not that I you know it means everything to get in front of Mickey here but uh yeah br- <laughs> bragging rights on this show I tell you what boys that's that's uh that's as good as gold absolutely and and yeah hey I, I'll 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 beat my chest a little bit went two and one mm-hmm. last week and you know Bama was the one that that was my one loss there but definitely climb back into it I'm sitting at 13 and eight as well as all three of us had 13 wins and uh just not not quite as uh High on the units is that a, a couple big two unit plays a few weeks back that, that didn't pan out. But Charlie Cash sitting at eleven and ten, Sky be good nine and nine. Overall fifty nine forty two and one. Uh, hundred dollar better is up over sixteen hundred dollars. So as a crew, our combined record, our winnings. I mean, this is this is just awesome. And we finally finally hit. You know, we've had such so many winning weeks in a row to start the season, and you know, kind of was waiting for waiting for that bump to happen it happened and uh but like we said we're gonna i think i'm looking at these peaks picks that we're gonna be dropping later in the show for everybody i'm really liking our our bounce back this is gonna be the redemption tour if you will that's right that's right i like it so um with that uh teasers dogs and props mickey why don't we go ahead and jump into that yeah we're looking at teasers and Last week, want to recap Johnny Dogs is NFL action. Highly recommend go to sportsbetsfun.com and check out Johnny Dogs NFL action. He's got picks each week, he's got teasers, he's got same game parlays. Recommend it. The man's been on fire, went 4 0 last week, and both of his teasers hit. I know I tailed those. I like to, I like to think everyone else in the pod tailed them as well, but the winner's teaser, he teased the Ravens down to a half a point. Uh, he teased the Cowboys at home against the Giants to one point. Both of those teams won that Ravens Monday night football game. I was with Johnny Dogs at the bar. That was an incredible finish to win the teaser. Losers teaser, he teased the Patriots down against the Texans at two and a half. Lions, I uh, teased the Lions up to 15, and, and Lions uh, lost by a, a small margin there. So two teasers, two teaser wins. This week, um, you know, I talked about following Johnny Dogs on Sports Bets Fun because this week's teaser actually includes last night's Buccaneers Eagles game. Tease that down to the Buccaneers, giving a half a point. And then the, the second game that he teased in that is the Chiefs against the Washington football team heading to heading over to Maddie Money's neighborhood. Tease the Chiefs from minus seven down to minus one. So we'll be paying close attention to that one. Uh, the second half of that one on Sunday. But, Maddie, I want to kick it back to you. I know uh, we were talking before the show about the Buccaneers and Eagles, and uh, you were giving some good insights about how you approached that game. And, you know, I think it would be great for you to talk about talk about your focus there, and I'll kick it back to you. Yeah, well, in, in this segment we talk teasers, dogs, underdogs, props, you know, sort of some of those different kinds of betting. And, and one thing we haven't talked much about on the show is live betting. And obviously that happens so quick and stuff. 
and you kind of got to be on it. But last night, I can't. I came out very well with Tampa Bay and the Eagles, and just wanted to kind of share that for for folks. Something something you might want to keep an eye on, or if the situation arises for you, maybe you can capitalize on it. But you know, those teams came out with first three possessions. It was you know fourteen to seven at the end of end of the first quarter, right? Twenty one points been scored and. I actually kind of lucked out. I was, I was out running some errands and taking care of some things. I came back and uh, was checking in, and I hadn't had a, a bet placed. And I saw the over or the total points was up to 62 and a half. And I'm sitting there thinking, you know, I've, I've done research on this game. I was going to make a play, and I, I like Tampa's defense. I didn't think Philly was going to be able to keep up with them. So I was leaning towards Tampa Bay, uh, potentially the cover. I, I hadn't pulled the trigger on anything. I kind of lucked out and got them at minus five and a half live. Um, but uh, – Really, the big thing was when I saw that 62 and a half, I took the under and I went big on that because, you know, you're watching this and especially when teams come out on fire, if, if one of these teams has a defense that you like, that you have faith in, you know, they're going to make the adjustments and, and B-Locks, you're a coach, man. You've coached on the defensive side of the ball. You played played on the defensive side of the ball. You know, a team comes out and, you know, marches down the field, maybe puts up, you know, a touchdown or a couple touchdowns. You, you know, there's going to be some adjustments made, right? Oh yeah, you got that exactly right, Matty Money. That's a that's a great way to uh, uh, to, to try to make a little money, just lo- just like what you were doing before. You, you tried to beat the 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 over under algorithm, so to speak, as we were talking earlier. And you know, when teams get out to a really hot start there, and, and if you know, uh, as 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 we were talking earlier, as if you know one of these teams is a you know kind of a, a bona fide blue chip kind of team that you know makes good good decisions that you know ma- that make good adjustments here that's a team that you want to uh, you know take a bet on on that under if, if they come out hot here uh and, and we were talking you know obviously the the inverse of that is kind of what we were talking about earlier with that uh old miss game last week if you don't have any faith in the defenses and the teams there then hey may, maybe that's not the team that you want to take that shot at at the under kind of at the live bed at halftime or whatnot yeah, we, we saw, was you know, some of these games, the totals get up to like 100 points, and especially in college football. But, yeah, if, if, if you don't have the faith in the defense, you know, I mean, that's just going to be a score fest. And, and looking at this week, you know, Tennessee and, and Ole Miss was the game we were kind of talking about, right? You know, the offenses yeah. look good. And does this really fit the mold to, to try try this if, if they jump out with a, a few touchdowns early? I'd oh. probably steer clear of it. But, uh, you know, some of these other ones, Mississippi State, Alabama, right? If Mississippi State comes out, Scores you know seven ten points early on Bama. You know you know Nick Saban's going to adjust, and uh, Mississippi State ain't going to be scoring a whole lot more. So keep an eye on those totals, uh, especially you know towards the end of the first quarter, sometime in the second quarter if it just feels like. And, and watching the game is important too. I think you know really got to be be kind of watching and kind of getting a vibe for it. But uh, definitely a chance to to make some money uh, uh, in a little bit different manner. So Mickey, why don't we why don't we jump back to the dogs? Yeah, I got a couple dogs this week that I really like. One of those, Northwestern getting two points at home versus Rutgers. The Wildcats coming off a bye. Rutgers, they're coming off a meat grinder. They played Michigan tough a couple weeks back. Then Ohio State came in and thumped them. Then last week, Michigan State came in and just out-physical them and a big win for the Spartans. Look, Northwestern, they're having a tough year. But, you know, you got to look at that spot and what Rutgers is, is coming in worn down, and, and that's a play potentially for Northwestern to, to win that game outright. And then another one I like, we're going a little maxion. Kent State plus six and a half going to Kalamazoo to play Western Michigan. Look, Kent State's been looking good the last few weeks. They just throttled Buffalo last week. 
Western Michigan got pasted at home by a decent ball state team. And there's a good value here. This one's paying out at plus 220. So those are two dogs that I'm, I'm liking this week to win straight up. Uh, Maddie, I know you got a dog. Who do you like? Yeah, I'm looking at, and, and I know B-Locks, we were talking about this, and we're both uh, on this, and we'll talk more about this later in the show, but UCLA getting points at Washington, getting one and a half points at Washington. You know, UCLA came out and uh, thumped LSU first game of the season. Now, LSU isn't you know what we're going to expect of, of that program, but... Uh, but, you know, Chip Kelly looks like he, he has his team. He's got, you know, a uh, lot of veterans on that team, and they seem to kind of be putting it together. They have had a couple couple losses uh, that kind of took a little bit of the shine off their start. But you look at that Washington team, you know, Michigan was able to run the football all over them. I believe beat them 38-10 to 10 or something like that. And, you know, Washington really hasn't shown a whole lot this season to be, be capable. And UCLA runs football pretty decent and kind of got to be looking at them. The, they're, they're going on the road, but if you can run the ball uh, on the road, play some, play some defense, uh, UCLA getting getting a point and a half, that just seemed weird. I thought maybe they would be the favorite by by a few points. B-Locks, tell us how you saw it. I, you know what? I, I saw it very in a very similar way. Um, this has been a UCLA team that has shown that they can they can run the ball very well and then they can throw and their quarterback's kind of dynamic as a dual threat kind of kid. Um, when I'm looking at Washington here, I know we, we looked really close at that Washington-Michigan game. I want to say that was week two. Uh, and, and Michigan beat them up real real good. If I'm not mistaken, didn't, Was- didn't Washington lose to Montana week one? So... I mean, this is a Washington team that is 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 not you know you know not not a great football team. And I look at UCLA. Hey, maybe they're not the best in in the pack uh, pack ten, pack twelve over there, but they're certainly up there. So yeah, I I look at this spread and and I got to think that UCLA is going to be able to win this football game. Uh, I've got to pick on this as you mentioned earlier, uh, Maddie. So we'll, we'll talk a little bit more about this a little bit later. But yeah, that's a dog that I really like as well. Well, they got your favorite coach, Chip Kelly. So I know you're behind them. But uh, in all serious, the Pac-12, cold, <laughs> the Pac-12 is wide open uh, this year. Arizona State looks good. UCLA looks good. Oregon, you know, they beat Ohio State. But beyond that, uh, a lot of teams that, that had high hopes this year not looking good. Washington, one of those. All right, we're going to talk a couple of props. We're going to the NFL. There's two props that I love this week. Uh, the first one I'm looking at the Rams heading from LA over to New York to take on the Giants. Matt Stafford under 282 and a half yards passing at the Giants. Look, Stafford's averaging 317 yards passing a game, so you're probably thinking, Mickey, what gives? Coming off a 350 week against Seattle, but the Giants' run defense is porous. And the Rams are going to take advantage of that. Plus, those 1 p.m. Eastern kickoffs, those impact the Rams. You're going to see more drops in the passing game. You're going to see more turnovers from the Rams. I think they're going to win this one. I think that they're going to run the ball out, and Stafford's going to have a solid game. But I'm taking the under on 282.5 yards passing. This one pays out minus 102. And then the other one I really like is Trevor Lawrence over one and a half passing touchdowns in England against the Dolphins. This one's paying out plus 116, so a nice little payout there. Dolphins 27th in passing D. They give up almost two and a half passing touchdowns per game. Trevor Lawrence only thrown for greater than one passing touchdown one time this season, week one at Houston, but 
Five of the six games he's played against have been teams in the top half of the league in both passing defense and passing touchdowns allowed. So this is a good matchup for the Jags passing game. The games in London, quarterback ratings are actually nominally higher than the games that take place in the U.S., so there's not a big impact on passing performance there. It's a good matchup and it's good value. I'm looking for Trevor Lawrence over one and a half passing touchdowns against the Dolphins. Any of you guys, you guys got any uh, props you're looking at this week or uh, anything that stands out? I don't have any props here, Mickey, but I tell you what, I really like that, uh, that Matt Stafford uh, under pick there against the Giants. And uh, just, just to throw this out here too, I mean, if, if anybody who watched that uh, game last week with the New York Giants, their stud running back, Saquon Barkley, looking at that, uh, that young man's ankle, boy, that was, a, that was a, a gruesome ankle sprain. We know he's not playing this week. Uh, and the quarterback was in concussion protocol. I'm, I'm, I'm not sure what the uh, eventually uh, decided about that, but the Giants without Saquon Barkley and potentially without their starting quarterback, boy, that, that tells me that, uh, that the Rams are going to be able to you know, potentially get out front and run the ball quite a bit, which is going to limit that Stafford passing yard. So I really like that bet, Mickey. Nice. Out of way. Maddie, you got any props you're liking, or should we uh, jump into our games of interest this week? Yeah, I'm, I'm still, I'm still researching those. I usually get a little bit closer, especially in the NFL. I don't really do a whole lot of props in college, um, NFL. I, you know, jump into that usually morning, or Sunday morning. I got, I got a lot of research I'm doing now for the Saturday games still. But uh, yeah, let's jump in. Let's talk about, uh, you know, where our action is. Uh, on Saturday and on Sunday. So we're going to go through these games uh, like we, we typically do, um, but really kind of look, you know, look at the focus where, where either we have some picks or where we are leaning towards or what we like the most about them. So the first one I want to jump into is actually one that Mickey, you and B-Locks are, are on different sides on. And this is number 12, Oklahoma State. They're getting four and a half points going to Texas play number 25 texas longhorns total in this game is 60 and a half points obviously texas is coming off that crushing defeat to their rival in oklahoma in the red river rivalry uh mickey why don't we start with you and you're leaning towards the pokes yeah i like the cowboys getting four and a half here even thinking upset look oklahoma state has won five of the last six in austin uh, their defense this year was is for real. You can look at uh, their games against Baylor and some of the other games in the Big 12 and what they've done to shut down some offenses. And Texas, they lost a heartbreaker last week in their rivalry game against Oklahoma. Are they going to bounce back? I know uh, a lot of people will say, well, this is a new coach. This is a new team. But the players in the locker room on Oklahoma State, they know that they can go in there and they can, they can win. They're confident when they play at Austin. Uh, but on Texas' side, Bijan Robinson is a difference maker. Look, look to them to, to obviously get the ball in his hands a lot. But I think the Cowboys are going to be confident, and they're going to play strong defense, and that's going to stymie, stymie uh, Texas at home. B-Locks, I, I know you. we were talking to you like you like a, maybe have a different perspective, so go ahead with your thoughts. Sure. No, I appreciate it, Mickey. Yeah, no, I – no doubt Oklahoma State's a pretty good football team here. Um, but when I, when I looked at this game, I took a little bit of a different perspective here. I know Texas, hey, they, they, uh, they got out ahead uh, in that Red River, 
Red River rivalry game. <laughs> That's a tongue twister, my friends. Uh, they got out ahead of there, and that, that was a big letdown, the way that game ended up for them. Uh, but I think that's going to provide a little bit mo- of motivation for them to come through. I think they know that they have to have this one if they want to contend for the Big 12. I think that they know that they have to have this one if they want to, you know, salvage a, a, a really strong season, you know, make a big bowl game here. Uh, as you mentioned before, uh, Bijan Robinson is one of the – I think he's the best tailback in the nation. He might be the best football player in the nation. He's, he's my uh, front runner for the Heisman Trophy right now. That, that's a, a special running back. And despite the fact that Oklahoma plays good defense by Big 12 standards, I stress <laughs> by Big 12 standards here, I think that the talent difference on the Texas side of the, of the ball, for at least on offense, is going to be more than what Oklahoma State can handle here. Uh, I, I got this game now. I think uh, earlier it was at four and a half. It's now, uh, I think, Texas minus three and a half. So I've got the uh, I've got the Longhorns here minus three and a half, and I think it's going to be more like seven or eight. Excellent. Well, we will we'll obviously be watching that one and tracking it and seeing how that that plays out. The next game I want to jump into, and this is Belox. You both, you and I are. We were talking earlier, we sort of see this the same way. And this is Alabama, number five. They were number one last week until Texas A&M knocked them off. They are number five, and they are traveling to Mississippi State. Uh, right now, the line is 17 and a half. It opened at Alabama, uh, laying 20 and a half, came down to 16 and a half, back up to 17 and a half. The total is at 58 and a half points right now. Belox, both you and I. I uh, like it to bounce back. And I actually, I'm watching uh, the halftime show over here with Clemson. They got Joey Galloway on. He's calling this a lock that Alabama comes out and covers. So I like that because Joey Galloway is usually on point with these. Um, <laughs> he must be listening to the pod. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. But we were both talking bounce back. You look back, Bama shut out Mississippi State, I believe, two of the last three times they played. Uh, it just seems like Nick Saban has Mike Leach's number uh, when it comes to their their offense. So that's why I liked it. And in the bounce back, you know, this is going to be a week of uh, full on focus for this Crimson Tide. Oh, yeah, I think you're exactly right there, Matty. This is a this is going to be a a game. I think that Alabama is going to to work pretty hard, uh, especially on the defensive side to, you know, virtually shut out uh, this Mississippi, Mississippi State team. Um, I got to tell you, the. The coaches in Alabama here, I, I'm sure that they made this to be uh, quite a rough week on those uh, on those football players out there, and they're going to be looking to to redeem from last week. They're going to be looking to let the nation know that last week was a fluke, and let people know that Alabama is still the first, uh, you know, the best team in, in the nation here. And I got to believe that that they're going to come out with uh, with some passion. And that they're going to come out here and, and really take it to Mississippi State. So for all those reasons, I, I agree with you, Matty. I'm, I'm I'm definitely on Alabama this week. You know, I almost made it one of my picks of the week, but I have three different picks. So, and we'll get to those at the end of the show. But that shows you that uh, I think on that Bama pick, we we really like that. So uh, let's stay in the SEC. Uh, I want to jump over to the Auburn Arkansas game, Mickey. Um, Arkansas is number seventeen, and they're laying four and a half points. Auburn's they're hosting Auburn, and the total in this is 54-and-a-half. Mickey, how are you leaning on this? You know, I'm leaning Arkansas at home. Auburn coming off a really tough emotional physical game against Georgia last week. 
Also, you look at how last year's Auburn-Arkansas game ended with a bad officiating call. Arkansas played them very, very tough in Jordan-Hare. These players have bought into what Sam Pittman's doing and uh, his leadership and coaching style. And I, I love the way they bounced back last week and had the confidence to try to go for two at the end of the game against Ole Miss. I like Arkansas minus four and a half here at home. Another bounce back, another bounce back. We got a couple more SEC games. I guess this is where this is where all the action is is uh, in the SEC. So big one. I uh, wish Scotty was here to talk about this uh, because I know he would be on the opposite side of Belox and I, and that only makes for some fun entertainment. But we're talking number thirteen, Old Miss traveling to Rocky Top to square off against the Tennessee Volunteers. Scotty B. Goods own Tennessee Volunteers. Uh, the Volunteers are getting two and a half points as a home dog and the total is at 82 and a half right now um b tell us why you like old miss in this one uh i like old miss uh largely because of that offense the way that they've been playing uh matt corral has uh been playing lights out ever since that alabama game uh, you know with the exception i guess even before that alabama game he's been uh one of one of the best quarterbacks out here in college football uh that offense is dynamic uh they can score a number of different ways they are fast they're gonna they can they can beat you with tempo uh now that being said tennessee they like tempo they've got some players over there they've obviously proven that they can score some points the last couple of weeks but i think as we've been talking about on this pod if you've been watching if you've been listening if you've been uh taking in what we've said uh, Ole Miss's defense is not quite the same Ole Miss defense as it was last year. It's, it's an improved Ole Miss defense, and I think the Ole Miss defense is going to limit Tennessee enough to where the uh, the scoring for Ole Miss is going to surpass uh, surpass the the Volunteers in the end, and they're going to end up winning this by seven to seven to fourteen points. I'm with you on that, and, and you know Arkansas. You know, let's not forget they walloped Texas. You know, they, they're 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 a good tough they're football good team. team. And uh, they did hang up, hang a lot of points on Ole Miss's D. But hey, they're a really good team, and I do think uh, I do think on the the line is you know kind of with Tennessee the way they they came out and you know is Hypo's offense maybe clicking? Sure, they're they're, they're getting it down. But if you look at the last two weeks, um, you know, is against Missouri, is against South Carolina. I think the line is kind of factoring that in maybe a little bit more than it should. I do want to read you. We had a text chain going earlier when I was. Uh, Talk about how much I was liking this old Miss game, and and Scotty be good. This is this is what he wrote back. So I'm gonna I'm gonna give the the other side of the story here, if you will. Can you can you speak in a southern accent to make it more I, make it I more? I cannot. Uh, uh, if I could do uh, uh, one, I, I would. Uh, so here's what Scotty be good says: Return of Kiffin, night game, checkerboard, Neeland, Hooker looking like the best QB in the SEC. Updated QB rankings say he is. I'd stay away from that one, Mr. Money. I appreciate the uh, the formality there with the Mr. Uh, Tennessee could have beat South Carolina and Mizzou by 100, but after, after they went up by 35 in the second quarter, play calling change as well as defense. I think we have only started to see what Heupel's offense can do, and his playbook is open more and more each week and every week. There is a real team vibe going on in Knoxville. Hard to leave the homer out of this, but I don't see Ole Miss walking out of Knoxville with a W. Going to be a whole lot of emotion for both the players and fan base. And whether he says it or not, Heupel has had this game circled. Tennessee going to score a boatload of points and be able to get a couple stops, turnovers. So, you know, we always give Scotty a little bit of heat for uh, 
dog him a little bit for, for his hometown bias with his volunteers. And Hey, you know, we, we all have those hometown biases, but, uh, I was, I was hoping he'd be on the show. So we'd go back and forth on this a little bit, but I just, uh, for everything we talk about old miss, uh, I think there's a, I think there's a little, uh, orange colored glasses. Uh, he's, he's looking at this game <laughs> through. So, but the best part is we will find out. And if Scotty B good ends up being right, uh, next Friday when he's on the pod, we'll give him his opportunity to, uh, beat his chest on that one. So there you go. Uh, let's stay in the SEC. One more number twenty, Florida visiting Baton Rouge, face off against the Tigers of Louisiana State University. LSU is getting twelve and a half points last time I, I looked at the line. Total fifty nine and a half here. Mickey, what do you like about this? Not a lot if uh, if you're an LSU fan, but from a betting standpoint, I'm looking at that under 59 and a half. LSU's got a ton of injuries. They're uh, missing uh, Derek Stingley. They're missing Allie Gay. They're missing a, a you know, handful of other players, and this is a team that got just beat up pretty bad by Kentucky last week. Meanwhile, Florida coming into Baton Rouge for a big road game. You know, 12 and a half, it, it, this is a desperate LSU team. It's at home. You know, we look at the SEC this season, and it looks like a lot of the teams that go on the road really do struggle. So I'll be curious to see what happens here with the line against the spread, but I like the under, and I like Florida to win the football game. Uh, I don't really have a lean on, on that line. It just seems like that 12-and-a-half is, is, you know, I expect it to maybe be a 10-point game, similar to maybe a little bit wider margin than what LSU and Auburn played to a couple weeks ago. Uh, but that under looks looks so 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 enticing. Yeah, fifty nine and a half. Uh, I'd agree with you on that. Uh, another game we wanted to uh, talk about, but we're going to save this for a little bit later in the show because we are going to get more in this on our picks of the week. Was number ten Michigan State uh, at Indiana? So we will we will save that for a little bit later because I know uh, there's a lot of us uh, liking liking some stuff about that game. So. We'll get to that later in the show. Stay tuned. Let's shift over to Sunday NFL football. Chargers, Ravens. Uh, Ravens coming off that big overtime win Monday night. Uh, laying two and a half points at home. Total is 51 and a half. Belocks, you have a play on this, right? I do. I do. Uh, I'm looking at the uh, the Chargers-Ravens game from, from a couple different perspectives. And again, both of these teams coming off some some really emotional wins last week, as you mentioned there with the Ravens, uh, you know, with that comeback victory on Monday Night Football just uh, just a few nights back here, and then the L.A. Chargers against the Browns, and what might have been one of the better foot, NFL football games of the year thus far, just a, a back-and-forth shootout between those two teams that, that uh, the Chargers won at the very end of that game. And uh, this is uh, this is a, a football game that, that should be pretty good, and I I really like the Chargers here. I I'm really surprised that they're getting three points. I got to be honest here. The way that the Baltimore Ravens have been playing, hey Lamar uh, is playing great, but there's no mistake about it. He's got some accuracy issues. The Chargers have a pretty strong defense. Their offense has been clicking on all cylinders here. If you're going to give me the L.A. Chargers and three points here, boy, I, I got to take the Chargers here. 
Well, and you're you're in good company, B Locks. Uh, Johnny Dogs, and he dropped all his picks uh, Thursday. They're up on the website, sportsbetsfun.com. He is on the Chargers as well. No brainer. Uh, he'll be betting big on this game, Chargers with the points. But jump over to the website. You can read up on his analysis uh, and how what he likes about this game as well as his other picks uh, for the week in that. Mickey, let's go to your hometown, Chicago. Big one, Monsters of the Midway. The Bears are hosting their big rival, the Green Bay Packers. And the Bears are getting six points in this one. Total is 44. What are you liking, Mickey? Well, I'm going to start by saying this. I like Chicago covering the six points. I like the Packers to win the football game. Aaron Rodgers has pretty much owned the Bears during his career. Uh, But the Packers are missing key players on offense and defense, right? Jerry Alexander's out. Marquez Valdez Stanling is out. Uh, left tackle David Bakhtiari still out. And and you saw last week against Cincinnati, the Packers really had trouble finishing drives with touchdowns, and they were forced to kick a lot of field goals in that game that they ended up winning. You could argue that the Bengals probably should have won the game, but uh, they did a good job of, of, of limiting what the Packers could do offensively. And, and I come into this game, the Bears' defense, they lead the league in sacks. They're getting pressure with both um, Mack and Quinn. And they're doing a good job uh, on the defensive side of the ball. So I really see them limiting the Packers' offense. The, the issue is Justin Fields and the Bears' offense. Are they going to move the ball as well as the Bengals did last week? Probably not. But it's at home. They're going to have a, a raucous crowd. It's a big game. Uh, just expect the Packers to win because that's what they do with Aaron Rodgers when they play the Bears. But I expect the Bears to cover that six points. They've been playing pretty good. Uh, in the in the two games where Bill Lazor's been calling plays since uh, they kind of struggled to that one and two start out of the gate. Excellent. It'll be a fun one to watch. I always enjoy watching that big rivalry. Uh, the last NFL game we're going to chat about, Cowboys-Patriots. Patriots getting three and a half points. This is kind of an interesting line, Mickey, with how the Cowboys – have looked how their offensive looked. Uh, the Patriots outside of that, you know, they look pretty. They played Tampa tough, but kind of outside of that, you know, not a whole lot to write home about. Uh, which way are you leaning on this? Yeah, I, the Cowboys historically have been a Jekyll and Hyde team. The Patriots historically win these games. The, the problem with that with the Patriots winning these games historically is Tom Brady is not the quarterback of the Patriots. Again, the Cowboys looked great this season, right? Last year's Cowboys struggled even before Dak's injury. They, they weren't winning games. This year, the Cowboys look good winning games. I expect them to go into New England and actually cover the three and a half points on the road, only because I don't trust a rookie quarterback going, going toe-for-toe uh, or going toe-to-toe against the Cowboys and, and the game a couple weeks ago against the Patriots. There's so much emotion in that game just because it was Tom Brady's homecoming. I expect the Cowboys to, to score some points, and I'm leading the Cowboys here uh, three and a half. B-Locks, what's your take? I agree on I, I agree with that, Mickey. I really like that pick. I am on the Cowboys minus three and a half here. And I would contend not only was there emotion in that game uh, when we were talking uh, Patriots-Buccaneers, but there was also weather. Uh, that, that also played a big role in, in, I think, why the Patriots were able to keep that game as close as it was. If that is a dry weather game, I don't think that they keep – I don't think it's a close game. I think the Pats win by 7 to 10 points, uh, maybe Cowboys. a little bit more. The Cowboys win by 7 to 10 points. 
Well, no, he's I'm talking, the, he's I'm the talking about the game when they played against the, oh, the Bucs. I got football. you. I got you. Yeah. Now, uh, this game with the Cowboys here, there, there is definitely the potential for, for the Cowboys to run it up. That offense, is, uh, that, that offense has been clicking on all cylinders. They can run the ball. They can throw the ball. Uh, you, you can't load up. You know, Bill Belichick is, is you know, widely considered to be a defensive guru here. But regardless, a defensive coach, you got to choose one way or another. Are you going to go to stop the run or are you going to go and you're going to try to stop the pass? And Dallas this year has proven that they can do both and that they are willing to take what the defense gives. And so that's making the Cowboys pretty dangerous. So I like the Cowboys in this pick. And weather-wise, it's supposed to be about 60 degrees at kickoff, clear skies during the day, so it's not looking like we're going to see a game that's drastically impacted like that Sunday night game was uh, a couple weeks back. Excellent. Well, those are a lot of a lot of games where we're going to have action on this weekend. So uh, if you're tailing, best of luck to you. We feel good about these picks and, and the ways we're leaning uh, another thing that we want to do that we do every show, gentlemen, is our sports bets fun team parlay. We'll jump into that right now. For our new listeners, this is where we go around and uh, the folks of us, there's three of us on the show tonight. We're all going to throw in a pick and we're going to parlay this thing. And, you know, we've come pretty close to several weeks in a row. We hit a big one three or four weeks ago. And uh, we're looking to hit another good size parlay this week. Mickey, I'll go to you first. Who are you throwing in? Yeah, I like Texas Tech giving 18 and a half. They're going to Kansas, but they're going to Kansas. So Texas Tech, 18 and a half. <laughs> That's my pick. Uh, uh, in the last 22 meetings, Texas Tech is 20 and 2 against Kansas. Uh, they. Uh, you know, they, they last year they 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 beat Kansas as well. I, I expect them to cover that margin, and that's my pick this week. Belox, who are you throwing in? Yeah, in the uh, Florida LSU game, uh, we talked about this a little bit earlier in the show, but Florida versus LSU, we've got two teams that have something in common. They both lost to Kentucky within the last couple weeks here, <laughs> and I tell you what, uh, in both cases, they haven't been able to put up a whole lot of points. I, I think this week. At LSU, uh, you know, I think that both uh, offenses are going to struggle. I think both defenses are going to limit points here. We're looking at the under 59 and a half on that particular game. I like it. I like it. And I'm going to add a Sunday game, NFL, uh, Buffalo Bills uh, versus the Tennessee Titans. I have a straight up pick on this. I was able to get the Bills at minus four and a half. That line has since moved to minus five and a half. So that's what I plugged in for the parlay. And let me plug in your guys' picks here, and I'll just recap these picks uh, as I'm punching this into the app. Mickey, you're adding Texas Tech, laying 18.5 points versus the Kansas Jayhawks. And B-Locks, you're going with the under 59.5 points in the Florida LSU football game. And I have the Buffalo Bills, minus 5.5 versus the Tennessee Titans. This comes out to plus 589. Not our biggest one, but looking at these picks – definitely feels like a great opportunity to, to make a few bucks on on these games so we'll be uh tracking those i guess saturday and sunday uh, across the whole weekend and should be should be a good one so with that it is now time for us to get into our picks of the week mickey that's right it's that time of the week it's picks of the week 
As Maddie Money said at the top of the show, combined the crew, 59, 42, and 1. We're up just over 16 units. $100 better is up over $1,600. Maddie Money, I'm going to kick it to you because you're going to tell us, you're going to tell the listeners who Charlie Cash is picking. Your last name's Money, his last name's Cash. It's like your brother's from another mother. I'm going <laughs> to let show you the baton and tell us who Charlie Cash has this week. Absolutely. Oklahoma State versus Texas. He has taken the over in this. That's over 60 and a half points. Classic Big 12 matchup, I believe we were looking looking for. Mr. Cash is also on Michigan State, minus four and a half. This is going to be a trend as, as we go through these picks of the week. Michigan State minus four and a half versus Indiana. And he also really likes Arizona State. Money line versus Utah. It's a practically a pick'em game, I believe. So Oklahoma State, Texas over 60 and a half. Michigan State minus four and a half. And Arizona State money line. And Mickey, I would give you Scotty B. Goods picks, but he is still somewhere touring the West and has not sent anything in. So I believe we will get back to him when he when he comes back on the grid next week. That sounds good. We'll try to tweet those out if we get them before kickoff this weekend. Be locks. I know you like to give locks. You like your picks to be a lock. Who do you got this week? Oh, I got three good games for you boys this week here. And then we talked a little bit about the first one here, talking Texas versus Oklahoma. I know there's a little controversy over here, but hey, we love the controversy. Texas looking like an offensive juggernaut the last couple of weeks, putting up all kinds of points. B. John Robinson, possibly the best college football player this year. Texas, minus three and a half against Oklahoma State in a Big 12 where defense is kind of an option. Give me the Longhorns here, minus three and a half. Next. We're looking at UCLA against Washington. Again, we teased this earlier in the podcast. But I tell you what, UCLA, strong offensive football team. They can run the ball. They can throw the ball. They can put up a whole lot of points. Washington's had their struggles in the past here, losing to Montana earlier, getting blown out by Michigan. Maybe they've righted the ship a little bit. But I think the talent on UCLA far surpasses that of Washington here. And... UCLA is actually getting points, but I'm taking the money line plus 105 here. UCLA over Washington. And third and finally here, on, uh, going to the NFL, we're looking at the LA Chargers getting three points against the Baltimore Ravens. Boy, I would have taken this if it was a pick'em game. If LA was given two and a half points, I probably would still be on LA here. Chargers plus three against the Ravens. This one's my no-brainer pick. Take that as a lock. One could say that is a master lock coming from B-Locks. <laughs> Love those picks, buddy. Hey, Maddie Money, it's your time. Tell us where you're making money this week. Well, listen up. You already got a unit on the UCLA money line at Washington. Go ahead and put another unit on it because that is Ooh. one of my picks of the week as well. All the reasons B-Locks talked about. This is a good Bruins football team. This is not a good Husky football team. Running the football travels well. They're going to go up to Seattle. They're going to run the football down Washington's throat. They're going to come out with a win. 
UCLA money line. My dude, Charlie Cash, you got a unit on Michigan State, but another unit on Michigan State. They have been so good to Maddie Money the last few weeks, gentlemen. I was able to get this at minus three and a half versus Indiana last this past Sunday. Keep an eye on these as these, these lines come out Sunday and Monday night, and you can get a great steal. The buzz was Penix was not going to be playing for Indiana. That wasn't confirmed until later in the week. The line moved on that news. But Michigan State, whether you get them at minus 3.5 or minus 4.5, you really got to like it. Again, they're running the football really well. They got a solid defensive line. That travels well. And when you take out the starting quarterback of Indiana, all the better. Take Michigan State to win that one. Almost made that my two-unit play. But I'm going with Ole Miss, minus two and a half versus Scotty B. Goods, Tennessee Volunteers. That's my two-unit lock of the week. We talked about this earlier. Ole Miss is going to put up points. Tennessee's going to score some. Their offense is coming along. But they are not going to be able to keep pace with that Ole Miss running rebel offense, what Lane Kiffin has cooking there. Ole Miss, minus two and a half. Two units on that. Let's go. Absolutely love those picks, Maddie Money. All right, you guys know last week for me was difficult, but I'm still maintaining my lock on first place in our picks of the week competition. It's not bad, pretty excited about that. But you know what, last week was rough and I had too much gruel was on the menu in the San Reno house. So this week it's time to get back on the winning track and here are the picks that are gonna make that happen. We're going to Madison, Wisconsin first off where the United States Military Academy is invading Camp Randall. Army has a penchant for big time covers in games against power five opponents. Their last three versus West Virginia, Michigan, and Oklahoma have all been one score games and since 2016 they are six and two against the spread. Guys, I'm gonna ask you a question. Do you trust Graham Mertz to lead a team to cover 13 and a half points? No. So obviously you know where my pick is. I'm going Army with the points, 13 and a half. My next pick, we're going down to Georgia between the hedges, Kentucky Wildcats versus the Georgia Bulldogs. While both teams come in at six and oh, Uga, 21 and a half point favorite. Gents, the Bulldogs, as you know, my pick to win the national championship this year, and they are for real. Well, UK is a nice story. They don't have the horses to match up with Georgia on both sides of the ball. Dogs gonna roll, and more importantly, they're gonna cover 21 and a half. I'm on Georgia, giving 21 and a half points in this game. It's time for my steak dinner boom lock of the week. And this week we are going to eat. Michigan State giving four and a half on the road at Indiana. Indiana, they play Michigan State very very tough in recent years, but this isn't recent years IU teams. They've been shaky. Michael Penix, he's out. That defense is not making big plays and their offensive line can't block anybody. Michigan State, also not recent years Michigan State teams as under Mal Tucker, they've gone into the portal and grabbed a new starting left tackle, three starting defenders from the SEC, including a linebacker and two corners, and dark horse Heisman Trophy candidate Kenneth Walker. 
MSU has depth and talent, and it's showing. More importantly, this season they are 4-0-2 against the spread, and I'm gonna ride the Spartans here until they prove otherwise. Steak dinner boom, lock of the week, Michigan State Spartans giving four and a half, two unit pick, go green, and then go out and get you a filet mignon because it's steak dinner boom time. Woo, let's go. I love it. I love it, gentlemen. And I look at these, and obviously we like our picks every week, but I'm looking at these and, you know, the UCLA game, Michigan State game, Ole Miss. You know, I love that Army pick against Wisconsin, a team that just hasn't put up on a lot of points, that triple option coming in. Texas, Oklahoma State, you know, I don't know, gentlemen. I do think this is a big bounce back week for the Sports Bets Fun crew. So uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, we're going to enjoy this weekend watching all these football games. And for those of you listening to the show, thank you very much. We much appreciate it. Uh, make sure you follow us on Twitter at Sports Bets Fun. Uh, this is where we're going to be dropping other picks that we have throughout the week and, and as we're watching games. And you can catch everything there. So until next time, enjoy watching all the games. We hope you make some money. From Mickey Sanrino, Scotty B. Good, B. Locks, all our friends of the show, Charlie Cash, Johnny Dogs, Mad Max. I am Maddie Money. Thank you for tuning in. Sports Bets Fun.